Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're really excited to have Chris Bello, the host of the top rated business podcast, the Entrepreneur Motivation Podcast. Um, before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor, go check out the website at PlumInvestmentGroup.com. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, what's going on? Man, I'm kind of excited about today. I'm hoping I'm going to get a little bit motivated because I'm feeling stagnant as of late. We're going to be <laughs> a little bit upset if the host of like an entrepreneur motiv- the Entrepreneur Motivation Podcast doesn't get us motivated. Doesn't get me fired up. You know, I, Chris, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, but first, I want to say congratulations on a couple things I noticed. A million downloads? Yes, yes. Congratulations I'm really on that. that. I just, and I just that saw recently. you drop 250 episodes. We know that is a no easy feat. Congratulations for hitting that as well, man. We're proud of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I mean, consistency over time, that's how anyone I know has gotten their success. And I think just the number of episodes that we've both been publishing, that shows is this person going to stick with it in the long term? And hopefully I can live up to the motivational piece too. I'm looking forward to that today. <laughs> well, we, 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 we love that you, you're coming out and you're sharing a story with our, our, our group today and our listeners. But I think that we early on, we made the joke that most podcasts don't last 16, 16 episodes. And here we are, yes. you know, 300 plus, 300, probably Four. near 350, 400 on this when this one drops. And it continue, you continue to show up, you continue to do them, you continue to sit in front of the microphone and tell your story and, and, and keep telling the journey that you go on. So I don't want to keep talking, but I want to let you talk a little bit and kind of introduce yourself, tell us what you do and uh, give us that like elevator pitch so our listeners know who we're talking to. I appreciate that. So this is something I'm working on dialing in on my LinkedIn and everything of like what I do because basically I'm the host of the Entrepreneur Motivation Podcast, which I started a few years ago and of course excited to have passed a million downloads. But I'm also a residential real estate expert. I focus mostly on the residential single family side fourplexes and under um, in that it doesn't really go together very well. Like my podcast is not really about real estate. It's just like what I'm passionate about and motivation and productivity. Um, But I do by day help people buy, sell real estate, invest in real estate as well. Um, I've done some wholesaling as in addition to that. So I do have the investor experience on top of just being a real estate agent as well. So um, excited to be here. I'm just looking to make the most impact have that four hour work week, work week lifestyle, which I am doing now, you know, closing deals remotely and just building a business that I truly love and am passionate about. And so I like to inspire others to do the same and be very intentional about the type of business they create. So they don't create a job that traps them. Awesome. You said something before we started the show that, um, really like just by saying it alone, like motivated me because at the drop of the hat, I could easily do this, but you just said you moved to Colorado and you're like, few minutes from the mountains. Yes. Is that right? That is so true. So I'm from Houston, Texas, literally decided to just up and move to Colorado about a month and a half ago. Um, and plug it in really well Live 15 minutes from the mountains, really close to a lake. We've got bikes. We're buying kayaks, getting the the SUV adventure ready. And the beauty (laughs) is 
anyone can do this. I think COVID really enabled a lot of people to go remote, live anywhere in the world, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're doing this virtually. Uh, we're sitting in different places in the country. Where are you guys based out of currently? We're in, we're in Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay, you're in Dallas. So yeah, I'm from Houston. And so like I mentioned, it was four-hour drive. And now people don't even realize, a lot of my friends don't even realize I moved. Oh, they wow. think I'm still in Houston and I'm still getting <laughs> real estate deals and, and referrals coming to me that I have a team in place that's able to fulfill on. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, Where I love Colorado. It's the one mountains? of my favorites. Oh, God, I love it. And we're <laughs> heading out for our second annual motorcycle trip back uh, in a couple months. Yeah. Oh, that we sounds fun. Which part trip. Which part do you guys go to? We'll get into Denver, and then we'll go four, five, six, seven hundred miles up through the mountains. I think this year we're going to head wow. all the way up through Buena Vista, Independence Pass, into Aspen, down to Breckenridge, and back into Denver. Yep. That sounds like quite an amazing tour. Yeah. yeah. Last year we went up to Steamboat and worked our way back around through Independence Pass and come back up through Pikes. Yeah, National there's so Florida, much so. natural beauty out there. And that's what kind of made me want to move here. We visited last August and I've been here a few times before, but you know, we figured why not? You know, if if not now, when? I think that's a yeah. that's something very important for anyone who's listening in business or entrepreneurship. Like a lot of us wait until sometime in the future. That time may never come, right? We never know tomorrow could be our last day. I could get hit by a bus and I'd be like, dang, I never tried living in Colorado, right? So that's why we moved. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go that graphic and say it's it's not going to get you die, but sometimes you get married and have a few kids and then life doesn't become as easy to pick up and right. move again. So, you know, it's kind of taking on at an earlier age and, and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna get out there and try to do that because I don't know. I don't think you're married, are you? I didn't see. I'm not married. My girlfriend and I, we've been dating for four years. We do not okay. have any children, but we, we moved over here with two cats and a dog, which was yeah. fun. We came those, a day those, after those a kids. winter storm. So I'll speak as the elder here <laughs> with, with the married and kids since Adam doesn't, he has his two fur babies as well. He, they, they count. A, they count as they um, do count. Thank creatures you've you got count, to keep yes. alive. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's funny that you said that, that, you know, if not off when, then uh, if not now, then if not when. now, I think when, that's a, right? it's a, it's a great, great statement because there's so many people that sit on a fence their whole life. And they never take that jump, and they never say, you know what? Let's just give it a try. Whatever that 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 it is, just just try it and, and see what happens. Right, right. And I mean, I definitely can't speak to the kids. I have a friend who does have a family. He's married. He's got a house. And we were we're, we're working on some marketing in Houston for off market properties because mm-hmm. we want to do a flip and everything on our own together. But I didn't even really tell him. I kind of snuck out of town and I just moved because <laughs> oh, I knew everyone's going to be like, why are you moving? Oh my gosh, what's wrong with Texas? All this and that. And I just figured to stay productive and just focus on my business, it would be best if I made my moves in silence and just kind of disappeared. And he said the same thing, like, man, I admire you. I look up to you. Like you, you did something that I kind of consider risky because he's got his roots down, his family's mm-hmm. there. He's got the kids, like they go to the schools there. It's It gets a little more difficult, but I've also heard of the stories of families who they traveled with little kids, you know, before COVID and everything like abroad and they just mm-hmm. homeschooled them on a sailboat you know that kind of thing which is a little extreme but um, if not now when i think it's a really important lesson to take action because you know why wait on those dreams or why wait to start that business why wait to do that first real estate deal agreed Agreed. yeah i think a lot of my friends would be upset if they just found out wait a second you moved (laughs) well i would come up here on my tuesday meetings with you and and i'd be like hey uh knock knock where where, you at bro (laughs) you didn't tell me yeah it takes a little bit of planning but i mean the, the beauty is i have so many virtual assistants in the Philippines and things like my team was already set up to be mostly remote. And I have people boots on the ground in Texas who have been able to close my deals for me. And Mm -hmm. so I figured, you know, other than a couple of close friends, which 
I don't think COVID helped. I haven't seen so many people in like a year that I'm like, well, they wouldn't really notice if I disappeared. You know, I'm just going to move. That's that kind of thing. That's a crazy realization when you say, you know what? I hadn't seen you in a year. Do you really matter in my life? And I I know you didn't say that, but at a a, a, a regular level, we've all gone through these transitions of, you know, the people that were core to you and the changes that have happened, good or bad with COVID. And I, I know that everybody's got their own opinions. And it has separated families and people have lost people that had been sick or had underlying illnesses with COVID or whatever way you want to look at it. It's affected a lot of people in a different way. But to right. take the realization and say, you know what, I don't, this is what my, my, my life telling me, my gut's telling me to do. So I'm going to jump off and do that, man. That's huge. I think it's a, it's a, Absolutely. it's a neat, it's a neat thing. Yeah. And you realize who, who actually is close to you. I mean, it was kind of a little bit sad in a way, like you mentioned. I mean, <laughs> oh, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, you know, I, I don't think I really have a whole lot of best friends. I kind of named one or two people who I really grew up with when I was in second or third grade. But Uh even then we've kind of gone our own ways. We have different passions and interests and I'm all in on real estate and the podcast. And he's kind of, you know, like my other friends kind of hang out with their family and that's it. Mm -hmm. And they just want to chill and watch football on Sunday. And I'm no longer about those types of things. And so Mm -hmm. things happen, people grow apart, but that quote that I have it on my vision board, which is the background on my um, computer wallpaper. And it's that Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And I've been very tuned into that. And I'm making sure who are those five people? Do I have that negative aunt in my ear telling me why my dreams are crazy and they're not going to work? Or do I have five people who are successful and they're doing the things that I want to do and they're positive and I like Mm -hmm. to talk to them, you know? And so I've kind of swapped those five people out over the years and what you mentioned there is very true. It's kind of a crazy realization, but we've got to be very in tune with who we surround ourselves with. Yeah. I love the honesty. I've, I've made Adam a millionaire multiple times and he's, it made him more positive just because he gets to hang out with me on a daily basis. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we actually, yeah, no, it seems like you guys have a great working relationship and that's very important, especially yeah. if you're working together on a podcast, a business or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's that divorce I can't get out of. You know, we've been <laughs> oh, that's for a long time. You guys are stuck, time. right? Shitting us on the prenup. <laughs> uh, we actually just did a, sh- a show on kind of what you're talking We just did network equals net worth. That's, yep. It's basically exactly what you're talking about, right? I mean, you're five people in your network. If you're, I mean, they, it has a lot to do with where your net worth is. I mean, if you're hanging right. around people who aren't doing anything or Debbie Downers, that crabby aunt that doesn't want to put down all your dreams, you're probably going to be not doing anything because you don't want to move forward. Yeah. I think exactly. it's probably huge on that piece that you, you talk about net worth and we, a lot of times equate that to money because that's the easiest way to, but knowledge net worth, the collective collective, the, the group you're in, you know, everybody using their, their knowledge basis or that, that wisdom that they have collectively to be, to, to step up and be bigger and better. That's so powerful. And it's not even all about wealth and assets and things like that. I mean, that's great. That's kind of the, the thing everyone thinks about is, Oh, do you have the house? Do you have um, the Ferrari or the Lambo or whatever, but really it, it's different for everyone. Like for me, it was the time wealth, the time freedom, living 15 minutes from the mountains, you know, like my Lambo right now is the bike that I just bought and the yep. kayaks that I'm about to buy. And I'm five minutes from the lake. I can put the kayaks on the rack and then go out there and be gone for three hours. I don't so have you, a business that traps me. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned an adventure vehicle. Tell us about this. Like, cause I, I feel like this is going to be like the next thing that Adam needs to buy. <laughs> Why am I buying <laughs> well, all this stuff? We're kids, just decking bro, it all hungry. out. <laughs> it, it's funny. Cause we, we have, my girlfriend has the SUV and the only frustrating thing is I still haven't flown back to get my car. So we've been okay. kind of sharing her car, but mm-hmm. we're decking it out. We got a bike rack on it next. Nice. I think this week I got to go drop it off to get 
the the racks on top because she's got the panoramic open okay. thing or whatever. So they're putting the racks on there, and then eventually we're going to get like the ski or snowboard racks. We're going to have nice. a kayak rack. So we can put anything on this thing. It's like it could be a zombie survival kit or <laughs> a weekend getaway thing. So it's just like a, what is it, a Ford Edge or something, but we're nice. getting all the right accessories to be able to do the fun stuff that maybe my Honda Accord wouldn't really do. <laughs> I think you should trade the Honda in and just go get you like a 4Runner or something just mm-hmm. so you can... Good. No kidding. Uh, that's yeah. what everyone's telling me here. Because I mean, I saw some of the snow, and I'm like, yeah, my my Honda may not may not work. <laughs> or a Subaru, yeah. like everybody else in Colorado. Oh, like a Subaru. Right. Subaru is right. like the most popular car in Colorado. Yeah, and I don't get really? it. Really? They're like so ugly to me. <laughs> I think they're practical. I like some of them. I, I don't ever want to own a cool practical car. <laughs> right. No, I think the Forerunner's been on my radar. I'm like, you know, that seems okay. like a nice, reasonable exchange from my honda accord and again it's not really about possessions i have a lamborghini on my vision board but honestly that won't drive in the snow i'd rather have the forerunner right now to go off into the mountains and kind of disappear off the map and of course it's it's tuning into what's important to you because i Mm -hmm. realized early on that i don't care about having a lot of stuff it kind of clutters my life i care more about the experiences um and i know we could go, we could take this conversation any way you want to go. I don't know if this is motivating or depressing you guys that you're not oh, no. there yet in Colorado. <laughs> no, man. I, I'm afraid to get too deep into it. Four hour work week, living in the Colorado with mountains and all this other stuff. All, to, all of a sudden, I'm just ending the podcast yeah, and leaving. You, you got a new co-host, Chris. <laughs> His name is Adam. He's he's gone. He's left me, and I'm I'm going to stick to land. And he's going motivation. Look, look at me go. No, and we it, could go I think uh, you, on you, that motorcycle trek together. <laughs> yeah, man. It's 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 great that you said that though, because I think a lot of our listeners. They, they're looking for an escape from the nine to five. They're looking for that W2, get rid of it. And, and it's that, that trek and that journey is different from everybody. You know, you, you have right. a, as you, you sell real estate, you're a Keller Williams agent, right? If I, if I remember Correct. seeing your bio, right. Um, you, you have a business in place because as a real estate agent, you kind of have a nine to five, but you build a system. If you're a good agent, you build systems to where you don't. You have right. a business that you run. So there's there's the agent that runs it as a as a work week, and there's the agent that builds a business, and you've done that. And so our our listeners and our avatar look for that. And I think that you've hit the mindset shift that I think me and Adam both hit a couple years ago, where it didn't become about the Rolex anymore. You, I don't even wear a watch anymore because I don't, it's not important to me. I don't need it. I have watches at home that are nice. I just quit wearing them just because like, hey, I don't need the Gucci shirt or a Gucci belt. I, I have nice T-shirts that I, I feel comfortable in, and I. We'd tell a joke that I wore I wore shorts for the first year when I went on my own just because I could. I didn't put right. on pants, and everybody's <laughs> like, well, "Why statement. wouldn't you wear pants to a meeting or a suit?" You know. <laughs> exactly. So there there is a mindset shift there, and I think it's you. You said, "Hey, I hope I'm not depressing." No, because that's what we want people to see. It's yes, the Lamborghini may be on the vision board, but it's the journey to get there. And when you get to that point where you make the decision, yes, I want to buy the Lamborghini, or no, I don't. That's the powerful part is when you right. can do it, not the that decision. you have to. You have the options. You have the option to. And the option may be buy a 4Runner, put a rooftop tent, put a kayak rack on it, and you're living your dream in a national park enjoying your life with your girlfriend. And that, exactly. that's the powerful thing. I love what you said there because it really goes down to defining what's important to you, which, I mean, I, I tell people to do this all the time. Write down your perfect day. And I did that exercise multiple times, and it may change. You know, your perfect day mm-hmm that you think is perfect, once you get there, you might realize, you know, this isn't actually that great. I'm not that interested or I'm tired of kayaking or whatever. You can change the vision, but if you know what you want, you can take the right steps to get there. And for me, I understood that I was getting bored every weekend in Houston. Even before COVID, I was like, man, there's nothing really here for me to do other than Dave and Buster's or bowling (laughs) or like the bar, you know, I want to be doing outdoor stuff. And 
you can't really mountain bike. You know, it's it's an hour drive from Sugarland to the Woodlands if you're familiar with Houston. Yep. You're you're not riding a bike to your friend's house. Let's just say. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, we understand that very well, and I think it's 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 cool. So, man, what's the? I I don't even know where to go with this. Like, I, I want to say like, what's the Anywhere. one piece of advice you give? But I know you're going to give me three, or <laughs> you're you're going to have more that's going to feed off each other. So if if you were a Somebody that's sitting there struggling, looking for that way out. How, how would you tell them to get started? And what, what kind of motivation would you tell them to do? Yeah, so I always tell people to get very clear on what you want first, because otherwise you may spend three years going down the wrong direction, right? I mean, I did this when I got a corporate job in oil and gas. I thought I got my dream job. And that I, I ended up realizing when I was sitting there three and a half years in, like, gosh, I don't really like this. I'm not excited about this. I'm not an engineer, so I don't care how the tools work and it doesn't fascinate me. And I was getting very bored in the meetings. If I had taken the time to really understand what am I actually passionate about? What am I interested in learning? Maybe I wouldn't even have ever worked there. You know, like I thought that was the dream job until I realized it wasn't. And so the first step would be to get very clear on what it is that you want for everybody. And I know you said one thing that I'm going to turn into three. So I'll give you two steps. Okay. Once you know what it is that you want, find who it is that has what you want because they're able to teach you or at least coach you if you have a mentor or something like that. Or maybe you could even work for them or with them to get what it is that you want. Like for me, I joined a wholesaling team in Houston to get my feet wet in the real estate space. And from there, I went out on my own. I had the connections, the network. I got my foot in the door. And now I've been in it for a few years where people see me as that real estate expert and go to where I'm getting leads and referrals. Like I get an abundance of business where I'm just handing off the leads. Like, Hey, work with this person. That person's going to buy a house with you. And I'm just going to get a referral check in a month. Mm -hmm. Um, so being very intentional has really helped me get to where I want to go. And that's why as crazy as it looks at my growing business in Houston, I abandoned it seemingly to come here. It's because I knew what I want in that this move aligns with my perfect day, the vision that I have for myself. Nice. That stuff definitely changes too. I know you mentioned that earlier, but like I, when, when I got started with land, I thought I wanted that four hour work week, you know, where you, you're working 30 minutes a day or whatever that is. But then <laughs> especially at like our age, when everyone else has a nine to five, you find yourself kind easily of, bored. Yes. Alone. Yeah. That's alone. So bored <laughs> sitting at your home in your office doing nothing. Cause everyone else has got things to work. And I think that's kind of how all the other stuff that Justin and I have taken on has happened because we set one thing up and put people in place, things in place that are running it. And then it's like, okay, well, now we're bored. Let's do a podcast. Let's, uh, let's become coaches. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do that. Right. And so I think it's important to know that your perfect day can change. And so when important. You're ready for it. Now you're ready to exactly and not put any more in place. Just watch them deals come in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I kind of am in that place where you guys mentioned where, where I am a little bored sometimes. You know, I wake up and I'm like, gosh, I, I posted that Pablo Escobar meme where he's just like alone, you know, at the table oh, yeah. and like standing yeah. alone. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's how it feels when you buy yourself time freedom, but everyone you know has a full time job. Yeah. You're even my girlfriend has a job out here. So I'm like, dang, it's just me, the cats and the dog until 5 p.m. What do I do all day? And I could do anything. I could go bike riding by myself and I do sometimes, but it's important to make sure you're actually reevaluating. And so now I'm actually working on building a team here in Denver okay. to have a wholesaling and a retail operation. And it's exciting me again. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's energy. There's other people that are hungry to do something bigger. And it's not just me sitting here in my home office, you know, doing deals, working 30 minutes a day. Cause that does get boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, that was going to be my question. So you are starting your own team in, in Denver as well. 
Yep, I just met yesterday. Super excited. There's a there's an agent and an appraiser. So this might be a secret for anyone listening, looking for those off-market deals. But he's getting a bunch of off-market leads and listings because he's appraising properties from these sellers or soon-to-be sellers, rather, that no one else even knows about. And mm-hmm. so we're talking, we, we've got another buyer's agent on board and someone who was his cable guy who installed the internet at his place and is like really interested in, in wholesaling and investing. And so we're, we're doing that. I'm hiring an executive assistant and I really want to get boots on the ground here in the Denver market because it's, it's a super hot market everywhere, especially here in the price mm-hmm. points. I'm like looking at those, you know, hey, I could really double, triple my business if I just open up shop here and keep the Houston stuff on autopilot. Nice. Yeah, home the home prices in Denver are I mean they're through the roof. It seems like every they are. Year Denver Denver just continues to stay hot. We actually did an interview right before yours from someone who lives in Denver and he's like, Yeah, people are putting in hundred thousand dollars over asking. This is the fortieth offer they just made and they still missed out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It really yeah. is crazy. And I actually went on a <laughs> the same realtor that I'm talking about, I went on a little house tour with him. Uh, we were doing a working session, planning all our goals and dreams out, what we want to work on together. And he's like, hey, I'm about to go show this house over FaceTime to a client who's in Texas moving here. You want to wow. come with? And that was that was so eye-opening for me because this regular house that's like a three-bed, two-bath that in Houston might go for 250 k in the suburbs was literally $550,000 over here. Wow. So I'm like, whoa. I could just double my bit. If I did the same volume I'm doing in Houston here, I'm making more money, you know, yeah. and the cost of living so far, I haven't really felt like it's very much more, even though the state income tax or whatever difference is, you know, so um, creating that lifestyle is extremely important because I know, um, <laughs> like we talked about, tomorrow's not promised. We don't know where we're going to be. And even things could change, right? Maybe I settle down, I have kids, like whatever. And then maybe moving doesn't seem as reasonable or realistic. So um, going back to what is it that you want and what do you need to do today to get closer to those dreams? I love it. I feel motivated. <laughs> yeah, you got a <laughs> got a good aura about you. I do. I like it. Thank I, you. I was, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. I was a little questionable how this interview was gonna go. I was. Oh, I really? Was, yeah, I was cruising through, just doing my my recon work at the beginning, and I said, like, "Man, I don't like, know uh, about this Chris guy. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> which, if he's gonna be able to motivate." Which direction me to... are we gonna go? But yeah. the tagline too of my podcast, I always say, "Less dreaming, more doing," because I'm uh-huh. all about you know. Hey, let's go do something today. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know where that started. It just, I think I was at a bar one time and a few friends and I were like, Hey, we should go skydiving this weekend. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Come, you know, when the weekend came around, literally like everyone changed their mind and it was me and one other person. And we nice. actually did go. And I actually have gone 30 times more. I've gone, gotten wow. my license and everything gone solo. And I always just love to I don't know if I have a chip on my shoulder or what, but I'm like, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. Yeah. Maybe because I'm so hard-headed and stubborn that I just want to prove people, prove to people that I will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's really important to actually do that. And hopefully your, your audience is getting value and you guys are getting some motivation here. No, I, I love it. I, I think that's a it's a great tagline and a great way to end it. I, our show's typically pretty short, so and I, I know you, you may not have known that. For but sure. I think that gives them action because we try to get, it to get the message out to them on their drive to work. So you've done that. that. Less dreaming, more doing. That's a simple way to go. So if you're on the fence on anything, just do it. Just give it a try. Simple. And meet people who've it. done it too, so you don't have to hit, you know hit your head against the wall over and over trying to figure things out that have already been figured out. 100%. Don't reinvent the wheel. Well, cool, Chris. If people want to check you out, where can they find you? 
Yeah, so my podcast is pretty popular, I guess, supposedly, you know, a million downloads. I don't know who's listening. It's really hard to figure out who exactly is listening until <laughs> they DM you. I'm yeah. sure you guys have seen that too. Um, and that is the Entrepreneur Motivation Podcast. And then you can also connect with me if you just go to chrisbello.com. B as in boy, E-L-L-O is my last name. Um, you can connect on Instagram, listen to the podcast, get my free guide, chrisbello.com slash free on productivity and kind of learn how to do less, you know, where you have that 30 minute a day work. <laughs> I'm like barely working. I'm like, I need something to do. You guys have anything yeah. you need help with? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure we know some people in Denver that would love to come out and hang out with you. We, we have a pretty big fan base there. That was our, one of our next live events was supposed to be in that area. So in COVID. Oh, happened. that'd be great. If you guys do an event or anything or even virtual, please do let me know. I'd love to see how I can attend or support or, you know, promote it a little bit to my, to my new Denver friends. All right, cool. Very cool. Go check him out, guys. Uh, very uh, uh, motivating, and we enjoyed it. We're happy to have had you on the show. Um, Thank you. When you're done checking him out, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you next Friday. See you, guys. Cool.